You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey there, and welcome to Tales from the Bar Side. I'm Remy. I'm Lauren. Uh, and we're here to talk all kinds of things, bartending, drinking, partying, bar industry, service industry. We're going to have all kinds of fun. Got a special guest on the show today. Hey, I'm Jack. Nice to, nice to be talking to you all tonight. Yeah, welcome back, Jack. Um, second time on the show. And so your cherry is popped and you're ready to go. You know what this is all about. We're about talking about the bar industry and having fun. And we've got beverages because – this podcast studio rocks. <laughs> Our podcast studio is cooler than yours. Sorry. <laughs> always a pleasure to see you guys and always a pleasure to talk about those tales from the bar side. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's uh, – so what's been happening is we just got through the biggest bar night of the year, biggest bar weekend of the year, as I like to call it, amateur night because the amateurs are out in full force. They act like they've never been to a bar before. They act like they've never gotten drunk before. I, I didn't deal with too many raging idiots this year, which was nice. Was You're a, lucky. A welcome change. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me Lauren's got a different story to yeah, tell. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it was crazy busy. And the bar that I work at is not built for efficiency. Um, you guys actually, do a lot of craft cocktails. We do you? a lot of craft cocktails, and those are sweet, and I love making them. And if you want to order one on a busy Saturday night or a busy – Whatever, man. I'm cool with it. It's that kind of bar. It's it's on our menu. Here's our drink menu. Order whatever you want. I but don't having care. those types of drinks while you it are on time. like the night before it, Thanksgiving. It takes time. And so my story starts like this. It it we were busier on Saturday night this weekend than we were biggest bar night of the year. Biggest bar night of the year, I think, was kind of a flop for us. It wasn't like crazy off the hook busy. It was busy. Okay, someone but told it wasn't me. Nuts. That they like read that the busiest bar night is actually becoming the busiest bar weekend instead yes, yes. because people like, they're home for the whole weekend. Yeah, exactly. You're taking I could totally believe off. it because yeah. I I did a bunch of happen and I gotta say it was the deadest I'd ever seen it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So people are are I think it's a dying breed the biggest yeah, bar I think night so of the year, too. which is fine with me. You know, I mean everybody Here's, counts on that. Here's the thing: it's a destination night too, right? Because like you've got your spot picked out, you know where you're going, and so the big nightclubs are filling up and. Stuff like that. Yeah. I personally and then some believe of the smaller bars are hurting. That just the whole three day pageantry of Thanksgiving yep. is there's nothing more American than like <laughs> yeah. the get night his, before get as drunk as yep. you can be, <laughs> and then then and then eat as much as you can, and then yeah, the right. next day spend that money and load up. I'm like that's America. It baby. is. It's you really know? an American. And so tradition. it's kind of tradition. And that's I I made sure I I hopped around and checked it out, and I gotta say it was. Yeah. Slow everywhere I went. Was. A dead one. But Friday okay, night, so go ahead, Friday yeah. night was crazy. Friday night got busy. And then Saturday night was just insane. We were packed to the gills. Uh, the DJ was bumping and I usually don't like the music, but I'm like, I forced myself to get into like that party mode, good well, mood yeah. bartender. Well, so many bartenders at busy places during those, like when it's just madness, when they're like carp, like going for, you've been to Cedar Point where you feed the carp for 50 cents or, or a quarter or something. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, their mouths are going nuts. You th- throw a bunch of fish food into a thing full of carp and they just go insane. And that's kind of what it's like. The customers are just like clambering over themselves and trying to be next and stuff like that. Before and you need the shack girls to come in and keep them distracted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
exactly. But at my place, we don't have shot girls, and yeah. we've got an inefficient bar set up, and we've got uh, we have to wash all the dishes and have barbacks back there washing the dishes, and there's not enough room. And I'm not bitching about this stuff. I'm just saying this is what it is. It's the reality of the situation. So I looked around, and every single station that has glassware is empty, just completely empty. We've got some beer mugs, and that's it. Just beer glasses, pint glasses. And all of our drinks, well, so I made 500 vodka and sodas, and it takes a certain, you know, you, your cocktail glass. So we're out of those cocktail glasses. I'm like, I cannot make you any of these drinks if I don't have the glassware. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm like, I've got to do something. Everybody is heads down, like grinding away, working their asses off, elbows up. Right, and and that's where to, you really need a good supportive staff. They're you know? slinging the drinks. You and need yeah. the good bar bags well, and good management, making sure you're really hard. You want to be prepped yeah. and ready for a situation like that. Right, you and know? you cannot prep enough at this place that's the whole point is like it's a rotating working bar to where like the 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 glasses have to come back to us so we can wash them and make new drinks right if they're not coming back to us we can't do it and then there's so many different kinds of glassware that you know it's like just give me the double old-fashioned glasses the cocktail glasses whatever not working anyways so i i just kind of make an announcement to one section of the bar, like a whole half. It's a round bar. It's a 360 bar. So I just make this big announcement. I throw up my hands and I'm like, you guys, we're out of clean glassware at the moment. You know, we're going to, if you want a beer, we got a couple of those left or whatever. But like, I promise you, I see you all, all these bartenders are working really hard to make sure that you guys have a great night. I promise you, we're going to get you drunk. (laughs) Just everybody calm down a little bit and give us a little breathing space. All right. We're trying our best. And the whole crowd just collectively was like relaxed. Yeah. You can like feel that breath and have fun. And like, I promise Mm -hmm. I'll get to you. Don't wave your hand. Don't do anything stupid. Don't be a moron about it. Like we're just going to go down the line and point to people and get their drink orders and make them for you. And it worked. And then I was joking with people. I'm laughing. I'm flipping cups over and making people smile. And are you guys having a good time? And I'm dancing to the music. It's like, when all that's how you work. You like put your that. back up against pageantry. Yeah, you got to. You, you, Give them a little flair. Enter- Give them a show. Entertain the brutes, you know? <laughs> like, Are you not entertained? Right. Um, and they all got drunk, and they all had a good time. And I think uh, I think my staff definitely appreciated it, too. Yeah. Like, you, get um, that, you get a little bit of relief. Well, like, everyone just kind of understands. And, like, you know, when it gets super busy like that, it almost feels like everyone becomes frantic. Yeah. And they're like, no one can see me. And I'm right. never going to get my yep. drinks. And I've been standing here yep. longer than he has. Yeah. And uh, it's like everyone gets frantic. And when you just kind of go like, hey. Believe me, we see each and every one yep. of you. We want to serve each oh and God. every one of you. As many as Just possible. wait as long as you can, and we be patient, and I promise I will get to you yep. as well, fast and, as possible. And being, yeah, being on the staff, you know, you know, you are part of your hosting, right? So, in the, And a good host yeah, the remembers host. the fundamentals, which the whole point is we're here to have a good time. What are we here for? We're here to get drunk and, get, and have we're fun. We're here to have and a dance. good time. Hey, man, you're waiting for a drink? Talk to that girl next to you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, right. I see you. We're going to get to you. And as soon as I point to you, have your drink order ready. That's helpful. Really is. I can't tell you. That's a great icebreaker with a girl. It's like, how how slow is the service in here, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Jeez, whose dick do you got to suck to get a drink around here, right? (laughs) Am I right, Okay, have you ever actually paired up people at the bar before? Like, because I've done that. Like, if I see, like, a guy sitting alone or, like, a girl standing alone and, like, they're just kind of, like, both waiting, I'll be like, I'm really sorry I got you guys, but you know what? Like, you guys can talk to each other, especially if you, like, know something about one of them. Bam. That you can be like, oh, you know, here's a friend. Meet, meet. 
you know, girl meet boy, boy meet girl. I gar- Talk about this for a minute. I guarantee you, like, if they ended up getting laid that night, they would both remember you forever. Oh, yeah. Well, like, okay. That bartender got me laid that night. That was so awesome. My <laughs> friends, my friends Jordan and Andy, they are engaged now. They are, like, super happy together. They're going to get married. They met, like, because of me at you my bar. Them. Yeah. And they, like, tell everyone they know. They're like, oh, she introduced us to each other. I'm like, Hell That's yeah, hilarious. Lauren. Like, That's a great story. <laughs> it's such a, like, a happy feeling for me. I'm like, I better be in this fucking wedding. I swear. Yo, yeah, you better stand up. At least give a little speech. I want to give a speech. Yeah, at you least. should definitely give a speech. Oh my god. I, so I stood up in one wedding one time and it was the first time I'd ever done it. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. This is fucking crazy. But it was really fun. And I really liked the couple and I was so happy for them. And um, so I, I gave a speech, like just a little one. I wasn't the best man or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But they were like, it was, you know, anybody else got something to say? Yeah, just and a I, little party I like, speech. I just kept it short and sweet and simple. I was like, I was like, you guys are such a cute couple. And I want you to do me one favor for the rest of your lives. Don't ever buy a lottery ticket. I don't want you to ever play the lottery again. Because you already won the lottery when you found each other. Oh, oh that's so oh, cheesy. so cute. There wasn't a dry eye in the house. <laughs> I oh, I killed him. <laughs> I would have been one of those girls crying. I am Slam such him. a. <laughs> it was good, man. It was good. And I'm such a baby when it comes to they weddings. They split up less than they didn't even make their one year anniversary. Oh, God. <laughs> so it's all right. I was kicked out of a wedding three times before the wedding <sighs> even actually came. <laughs> I was still in it though. And I helped out a lot. Wait, you got kicked out three right. times before the groom came? Uh, oh, the money you no, s- I'm sorry. I miss hunt. I miss the money that. you save you on the open bar, you can put towards the bail money afterwards because it's usually going to end in a mess, right? Yeah, bar, right. <laughs> dude, open bar. I remember my cousin got married and like I was still there. I was like one of the last people to leave. And they had a shuttle that was like taking people back to the hotel. And they took everyone and they were like, oh, we'll be back for you. So like the bride and groom could like, you know, finish gathering all their things and all yeah. that stuff. They never came back. Oh, shit. They didn't come back for the bride and groom. And, like, thankfully, I was what? sitting there and I had this little, like, escort or something, you know, like a grand party or something. Yeah, no, she had this giant dress on. And there was, like, her, the groom, and then, like, two bridesmaids. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, They're and we all just, like, got inside of this tiny-ass little car and I drove them back to their hotel. And I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> I did I did get a really sweet, um, some really sweet photos of myself, like, dressed up in a tux. Oh, you I know? love that. All I had tu- one All similar. tuxed out and stuff. It was so good. So uh, I'll throw that up on our uh, webpage once we get that up and yeah, running. Yeah, when we you get guys an Instagram, Check too. that up. Instagram. I'll throw it up on the gram. It's No, it's cool. It's like, I've got, it's sunny, and I've got sunglasses on, fresh hair. Haircut, and I got my sh- my jacket slinged over my shoulder, and I'm pointing at the camera. Oh, of course, so, oh, so beautiful, like oh, mirrored God, sunglasses too, dude. <laughs> Just looking the GQ beard, in this the beard rocking, and yeah, in the mirrored sunglasses. Can you see your phone? Like, is it? No, it's like, not a phone no? picture. Oh, no? no, it's their it's like professional. An actual professional I was part picture? of the oh, wedding that's party. Amazing. I was part oh, of the wedding party. Even so it was when we were walking around, he's yeah. like, "Yeah, do you throw your?" I'm like, "Throw my jacket over my shoulder and walking down the middle of the street, pointing at him, like, yeah, buddy." But right. head, head cocked to the side, Frank Sinatra style. My you sister know? got married, and I was like, "Like, if you see me now, I'm like." I'm not tan, but I'm not like super pasty white or anything. You're not like vampire. Yeah, no. Well, but I was yeah. for a long time, and not to mention the fact that I used to keep my hair like pink. And so in her wedding pictures, there's all these people. They're all like tan, beautiful. You know, they're just like their hair is up and nice, nicely curled. And then there's the and anime character I'm standing over on there, the edge. Yeah, of a- I'm standing there. I'm like ghost white. Yep. I like blend into like the white background. <laughs> my hair is like 
fucking pink. Fuchsia pink. And then I'm also like I have this giant back piece like wings on my back and then I'm also like just kind of tall and like lanky looking in the pictures you know what I mean so I'm just like I just look so weird I look like I'm like the <laughs> the relative that passed away that they like superimposed into <laughs> it <laughs> I'm just like oh man it was so bad so I got a hinger for you I uh had one and say I was actually a groomsman for it and I had the fitted tux and I gotta say it, it even for an open bar it was one of the most boring weddings that I had ever been oh, to. No. And I was having a blast wherever I am. I don't care if I'm standing in line at Walmart or Target or if I'm at the club. I'm having a good time. Yeah. So, um, you know, they, I and actually ended up as talking to the service staff, the bartenders and stir. I ended up in the kitchen. Like out the back door next to the dumpster in a fitted tux. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> like as a groove. I didn't even talk like because there were a bunch of old wasps and all that. I'm, I'm literally spending the whole night outside, which brings me back, of course, to the whole medium of this point is that people in the industry get it. Oh, yeah. You know? oh, yeah. Those <laughs> are the fun people. I'd rather be smoking behind a dumpster with a dishwasher or a cook yep. than standing next to the assistant to the governor. You yep. know what I mean? Like, I don't need, the, I don't need that bullshit. Right. You know? You're not impressing me with your title, sir. Exactly. I'm, I'm not here because yeah. I think that but this that guy, wedding's going to work. I'm here for a good time. But that guy who's busting suds in the back, man, he's keeping this place going. The most important person in any restaurant Oh, exactly. He's is pouring, a dishwasher. He's pouring, <laughs> oh, yeah, to, that's man. true. He's pouring four locos into his monster. Yeah, he's, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he's God not, love he's not there because he enjoys his job. He's there to make a buck, you know, and he's, he's going to have the best time. Dude, it's a hard like buck. Banquet workers, it's yeah. a hard buck for, for the dishwasher, you know? for the cooks and stuff. That's I true, love it. There I took a, hundreds of plates coming back. I sometime. took my cooks and bus team out one time. There was probably seven or eight of them, and I had just gotten an income tax return, and it was badass it was a really good one like a few grand and so i'm like hey you guys i just started at this restaurant we opened it together probably six months earlier and i'm like i'm gonna take you guys all out and you know just buy around like no just everything's on me tonight they're like what for real like we got done working the bar was open right down the street i'm like come on let's go no it's on me run a tab it was like three or four hundred bucks you know but i'm like you guys fucking kick ass for us you make us money you're back at the house you guys are cooking you're making shit look good and i just want you to know that we love you and we couldn't do what we do if it weren't for you guys you show love to your team like you were talking about earlier when you run out of glass it's hand over hand it is you need your supportive staff and like it's it's a machine because you're in the same space it's the same buyer yeah. Regardless of how many people are there, or how many drinks you get, it's the it's the machine, the mechanism. I that, love a good bar back. I'm well, not gonna oh lie. Oh my god, I a love good a bar good bar back. I is seriously, so good. Brandon, like, my bar back, my my best bar back right now on the staff is Brandon. This kid, he's like he's skinny, he's wiry, he's a hustler, and if you tell him to do something, he's like. Pew! Just like darts off in the other direction oh, yeah. and gets nice. it for you. When I'm you like, when you dude. ask a guy to jump and he learns to fly, oh, that's he, amazing. He just I'm like it, it, it's you know he holds his head down. He doesn't even look at me. He just holds his head down, press the ear to him, boom, give it to him, and he's gone. And he comes back twenty seconds later with whatever I need because he knows the place, he knows the layout, and it's a bar where you have to run for shit all oh, the yeah. time. There's stuff. Out there. Well, there's four Especially bars. Especially like you said that you all not the, not to mention the fact that you guys just have like a crap ton of different types of glassware, yes. you know. So like yeah. one thing that I will say that's like a plus and a perk of working in nightclubs and stuff is that usually we have one size and that's it, or yeah. there'll be a short and a tall and that's 
it. Well, you're used you to doing that. You don't have a bunch of exactly. bullshit. No, exactly. any kind of nightclub setting, it's like that. You've got you've got a shot glass and you've got a cocktail glass, mm-hmm. and you've got your well. And you've got everything that you need sitting right there in front of you and backups real close by too. This place, way different. It's like there's a million different weird things and we don't have enough backups. And another thing, almost knocked over my drink. I almost oh, knocked mine over earlier. Yep. I'm talking with my hands here. Anyways, um, the thing that sucks is this this liquor distribution center bullshit that's going on right now. All the oh, bars yeah. in Michigan are suffering. Southeast Michigan are suffering right now because – and I saw this story online, so I don't remember the name of them. But one of the main liquor companies moved their distribution center to Livonia and the whole process thing got gummed up and they can't – figure it out yeah, and there's so like, like an actual people missing out on their booze orders for weeks and it doesn't matter how much money you've got our corporate team like called them and we got a delivery the next day but when they called them they were on the phone they were like sorry nothing we can do yeah Fuck you. okay so it's see, nuts i already see the whole schematics of the problem they moved to livonia because it's an area that doesn't do a lot of industry but there's a lot of available industry so they figured they'd take advantage of that but they underestimate that the whole city it's a huge large suburb in that it's all residential yeah so what flows out of Livonia onto down either down to Telegraph or up two seventy five or that, you're gumming up traffic always, and it's one of the most numbers too. It's not a destination no, for commerce. it's one of the most horrible. Like two seventy five in that area is a nightmare to get down. Oh yeah, but I th- I think it's something with their computing system that's it, not yeah, working, and that's what got gummed up. Is so, and there, yeah, exactly. there's nothing they could do. They couldn't fix it. I, apparently, it's fixed now, but we're still behind. Well, everyone is behind a lot. Well, okay, so that's the thing is that all these people have to like add on to their right. and every single one of them. They're yeah. like, well, now we're out of more stuff so you need to like fucking them up and it's too. fucking them up too because yeah. they can't even like keep up they're like only getting enough to be able to give out these you, certain things and then people want more you can't fall behind like, in that industry right oh, before man, holiday season and then it's not, not to idea. mention the fact that like well you shouldn't be buying from from liquor stores you're not supposed to be driving buying, buying from liquor stores like right. companies can't but you know if if you are, a lot of those liquor stores are out of all this stuff too. Right. And so, you know, it's well, a big problem when you get, worse. when you get people changing hands in the company too, is when you get new people and, and new perspectives. Yeah. It's and like new they want to reinvent invent the wheel. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, they, you, you know, start it's trying like, to change yeah. how much you oh, order. Everything it's like when, the, you know, sometimes you just got to go with what works or, you know, try to, you know, That's right. If it's not broken, don't fix it. Just no, but, but so it, it was a struggle this weekend for sure. Oh, Run, yeah. Running out of stuff, running out of everything. And, um, I just want to tell the general drinking public that may be listening to our show, and hopefully a lot of you are, because this is not just a podcast for service industry people. It's for everybody to enjoy. You like going to the bar? You like hearing good stories? Bartenders like got great fucking stories, <laughs> man. We do. Um, this has been a public but like, service there's, announcement. There's <laughs> other things you can fucking order other than Tito's and fucking soda, all right? Mm-hmm. For God's sakes, I know that it's a popular drink right now, but does everybody have to get the same thing all day long? Exactly. Vodka Try soda, long vodka, soda vodka soda, vodka soda, vodka soda. And how many limes do you want in that? Because vodka sodas are supposed to be served with a lemon. Yeah. I mean, that's just traditional. But no, they switched it to limes. So yeah, it's like, everyone's doing. I I was actually really confused by that too because somebody actually recently I've had an influx of people asking for whiskey drinks yep. with lime. Yeah, it's and funny. I'm like, well, I don't really. 
Why it's does funny every, how trendy things everybody are. hates gin so much, but gin is fucking amazing. Oh and yeah, mixes, gin was on fire for Hendrix a while. It mixes with everything Hendrix too. Is it does. And don't, and don't just do just don't just go for a typical gin and tonic, man. No tonic water say, mixes though, with it. Gin gin pales to vodka for me personally because I feel vodka goes with everything. I've had vodka with vanilla ice cream; it was delicious. Like vodka goes good with everything. Yeah, but gin is particular. But what I love about gin is the uniqueness of it, like that piney juniper flavor. It's great. It goes like like Some when people I, the don't first like time it. I had gin with grapefruit juice. Yeah, like the bitter of the grapefruit got oh, cut. Oh, buddy. And it became sweet, and then the pine was gone from the gin. It's like Snoop Dogg was right, gin and juice, right? Okay, Wiz. But it's Snoop Dogg. <laughs> but um, you got me off track on that. Oh, I'm sorry. Like I I'm just imagining him like raising up when he raises up in that scene. But it, we were talking about trendy. It's funny bar. how it's tra- you reminded me of a story years ago. It was a, maybe ten years ago now, but. There was a, a bartender friend of mine was working um, the bar next to the movie theater over in Livonia. Uh, said uh, not Bennigan's. Anyways, they, it was right before Sex and it was Sex in the City two came out. Okay, yeah. The number of girls that showed up in groups and ordered yep. the cosmopolitan. Yeah. Like they, oh, they served so many po- cosmopolitan. Right? Uh, like it's like oh my god, we're going to see Sex in the City. Dude, it's all right. we're gonna, Can I get a right. cosmo? If I know it coming up, dude, I make an amazing cosmo. Oh my god, right? right. You, they should have such a good one. They okay, should have had six yours? gallons in the back, like ready to go. Yeah. Like, so it depends on what bar I'm working at as to what I use. It's whatever the bar is has got like within grass. But you can you can go crazy with it. I love making them with flavored vodkas. A Cosmo with a flavored vodka. Pfft, okay, but stop like, stop it. It's a panty dropper. Though, is like, it's a fucking kind, panty dropper. What kind of? Uh, so like Stoli Raz and Stoli Blue mixed together to make yeah. a Cosmo is a dope yeah, one. Stoli, Stoli. And then I change. So when you just make like Stoli's a normal Cosmo though, do you vodka. do? Well, but it's it's all sugar. It's all sweet, and that's why the exactly. vodka do you do is so. Do orange or citrus? If you use like if you're doing just like a traditional. So like I would I would definitely do like an orange peel. Yeah, you know, just just grab a potato peeler and slice off the bit of the rind. Mm-hmm. You know, like no no fruit, even just do the just do the twist the correct way. Um, but you know, it, it again, it depends on what you've got with you and stuff like that. If you've got a really good um, kind of Cointreau or to triple me, sec, definitely like, helps it. The key to it is that a Cosmo should be pink, not yeah, red. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And too many I people see put way so too much cranberry. Many people in it. that yeah. put cranberry juice and like a it's splash. Just a little, yeah. just little, a splash, little baby, little I, it, little hit. The, the way a, I like just to a say bit it, of the bitters. The way yeah. I like to say it because it's the color pink that's perfect for a sixteen-year-old girl's room. Exactly. I'm like, make your like Cosmo look exactly. like a Beautiful. like a sixteen-year-old girl's like room. Pink. The type like, of drink you expect a unicorn's rider to be drinking. It's like, it's bright pink. It's bright pink. It's got that you know. It's definitely a healthy splash, but it's not too much of a splash. Yeah. It's not red. Not red. No. Sorry. I have so many people that do that, and it yeah. drives me crazy. I'm like, rose tent my world. <laughs> what I love about bartending is the fact that I've I've learned so many different techniques that I can work really fast in a tight space mm-hmm. and not spill because that drives me nuts. I hate the I wet watch bar. People do that and they all just the time. Slosh drinks all over the place, and they're fucking flying. They're going so fast that they're messing it up. I'm like, you can go just as fast if you make yourself compact and stand up straight. Scoop your ice with precision. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Pour, pour your alcohol first. Put the ice over it. It put, might only put, take put an your extra mixer second. On. And when you fill up the mixer, you leave a nice little fat fucking quarter of an inch to like five sixths of an inch. You know, just yeah. some 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 little number. But like, do not overfill it. 
That's yeah, that's your I problem. Agree. Don't overfill it. Fill it right to that spot and then fucking let go of the gun and place it in front of the gas. Now, they're going to spill it because they're drunk. And I get that. And I'm not bitching about them. Well, those are the nuances. That's what I'm there for. I'm there for to clean up after you to make sure you have a good time to get you drunk. But when the bartenders do it, and this is just like – it's just my gig, man. Like, try to make your drinks precise. You can do it fast. Well, that's if the you difference. Get in that zone. That's the difference between right some house mom playing host trying to juggle six solo cups in her hands to everybody, right. and, a, and someone who's a professional. You know how to serve a drink. You know the subtle nuances of the pageantry that it requires to be a good bartender. There are so many little and things. That's what that, it's all about. Exactly. Especially like when you're training somebody. I, there's so many little things that I want to like tell them. Like, there's I am I am a stickler for nicely cut fruit. Oh my god, yes. I really like my fruit to be cut a very specific way. And the same with about each the, chunk. Yep, and, exactly. Yeah, I'm dude. like about, same. I tell them all the time like whenever I have a barbecue that has to, I prefer to cut my own fruit. Yep. But in the event that I'm not supposed to or whatever the fuck the rules are, I go, okay I want them each to be about the width of a bottle cap. Yep. Like a nice healthy wedge that you can squeeze you can and get, get your a, juice out of but it. But I can also put but it in a nice. beer. If I, I, have also to. Exactly. Them. I like so. them to be on a silver platter and to be held by <laughs> I'm not like that ridiculous a very, but he must be a very must be attractive lightly but blown not, on by a virgin and like right. you know <laughs> she better not make eye contact I want her looking down but she better be beautiful no 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 so like I just really like my fruit to be very specific and so I do prefer to cut my own fruit yep, and I know a lot of bartenders that don't they're just like whatever I don't give a fuck that's not my job and I'm like I like kind of is, my though. drinks to it all 100% be. One hundred percent is. Well, okay, one hundred percent is. I just That's really like my drinks to be consistent and to look the same be presented the same i do yes. everything well that's why you invent the name and way. name a drink away right because it's there's an expectation that's the whole point of like 100 like you say you wouldn't call something manhattan and it's like well i make mine with tequila i make mine with vodka it's like no if there's one way that's why they named it well that. there's it's, different nuances to, to fancy drinks like that but still the the point being it's the basics are there even, you're talking about like the basics even with the fucking vodka cranberry i'm still going to you okay so pour it Right. One of the places I work at Just right now, they're like, you don't have to garnish it. And I'm like, like yeah, no, do. I do because a vodka cranberry should be served with a lime. With a it's, lime. It's the proper exactly. way to serve it. Yep. So even though it's a stupid, like, whatever drink that everyone fucking has and whatever, it doesn't matter. I still want it to be presented the proper way. And I always make sure I give a straw and I always make sure that I pack it full of ice and I always make sure that I pour the same amount. Exactly. Like, yeah. you it asked is- me to hook you up. Let me tell you something. I'm not going to do anything different. Commercial, at all. Exactly. I'm literally well, going to pour it the exact it's, same it's a way. Commercial I'm not going to short you and I'm not going to overpour either. Well, and I know people that when somebody goes, oh, hook it up or make it stronger, my fucking least favorite is, can you make me a strong island? <laughs> no, I cannot. So I cannot. What I can't I, hook you up. What I used to do is when somebody would order a long island, I'd make a big game. Again, like I'm, I'm that showman behind sure. the bar. I love being on stage and I feel like being on bar, you're on stage. I'm like, you mean you want a strong <laughs> island, buddy? <laughs> Are you not entertained? The point is, you make it the same, but you tell them it's a strong island, and then you take just oh, a sure. little bit of vodka and you pour it down the pour straw. Down the straw. At the end, exactly. And you're like, I'm, I'm not going to say I haven't done stuff like that. I'm just saying that island. I'm not actually going to hook it up. I will fucking. I had a kid last but week. Go when, ahead. When people say to me, like, 
oh, like, can you hook it up or whatever? Of course. To me, it's kind of just just saying this. It, to me, it's almost insulting because you're in a roundabout way saying that I don't know how to pour a good drink. I and that. I can make you a properly poured drink that tastes really good and you will taste the alcohol if that's how you want it to be done. But that doesn't mean that I'm hooking you up. I did that the other night. Some guy asked me for something and, and he was telling me how to make it. And I, oh, and, I, and, I and I went like this. I got like a little four-year-old kid and I got sad face. And I and then I looked up to Adam with like big doe eyes and I was like, he doesn't think I know how to do my job. And yeah, he thinks <laughs> that I'm bad at my and I job. Turned, and I turned around and walked away and then I like flashed a big smile. And like he was he was he was kind of a dick about that too. And I was like, ah, whatever. You didn't get the joke. Well, fuck you then. And most people okay. probably would have just been nice like, oh, man, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was like, he thinks I don't know how to but really, exactly. <laughs> Wipe a little tear away. I'm going to go masturbate with these tears, mister. Because you think I don't know what I'm doing. For real. It's like. Like, bro, I've been, I've spilled more alcohol than you've drank in your life. Please. Exactly. Please. Like, leave For me real. alone. I got but this. But that actually brings it full circle, though, because what I was going to say about, about those mats is that when people fucking spill shit everywhere, I'm, I, all I can think about is how much product is just being wasted in those mats, yeah. honestly. Slow down like, a little bit and make it precise. The extra second. Slow down a second. The extra second. You're not saving you're any not time. You're not saving much time at all. Like, it's an extra really second for you to just make sure that you pour a proper drink. And when, and, and when you're in the zone and it's five deep and it's going crazy and you're just, like, looking up at the next person who's there yeah. or, or, like, three or four people, you're like, you, 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 give me. You know, like, oh, four vodka sodas, fucking sweet, you know? But you make them each precise and nice and set them down in front of them and pay them out. And they're like, God damn, that was fucking. Oh. Exactly. He's got I it. don't know what kind of depression-esque trend we've gotten back to where vodka soda has become the main. It thing. sucks. So say like the White Claw. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, how trendy and wonderful. It's like, this is the shit that our great-grandparents were drinking because they were too broke to drink. Do anything like, else. You know yeah, to put like, fancy shit in We it. have liqueurs from all over the world. Thank you. Throw some fucking hypnotic in there. Be oh. fancy. Be bougie for no reason. But just in Shut. case White Claw ever wants to su- actually support us, then you know what? White Claw's pretty great. Shout but out to the same guy. Time, no, White Claw is delicious. No, no don't worry. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, Shout no, out seriously. to the guy. Shout out to the guy this <laughs> weekend. tell you. Shout out to the guy this weekend. That it was a busy night, but it wasn't like our, our most crazy, fantastic stuff. And he wanted a little Saint Germain float, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I got you, sir." Went over to the other bar, grabbed it, brought the Saint Germain back, and like, yeah, just a little splash of Saint Germain on top of that. I was like, "Oh hey, very oh, nice, nice lo- very Whoa. nicely done, oh, sir." Oh, oh, I, pre- oh, I appreciate your style. And oh, I, really, my. I like Whoa. the cut of your jib, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I really dug the cut of this guy's jib. He was cool. He knew what he wanted and he fucking asked for it. And he got I, it. Yeah, it's, uh, don't do the bait. I dug the cut of this guy's jib. I, I did. I like the cut <laughs> of your jib, son. Um, if you want a vodka soda, that's fine. If you want a White Claw, I get to tell you no because we don't serve them at my bar right now. And it's like, I do not do get you guys, to tell you no. Do you guys have White Claws? And I'm like, no, we don't have White Claws. I'm sorry. Here's our drink menu. <laughs> I'm just glad that Johnny. And I'll do that too sometimes. I'll fucking like just do a voice for him just to fuck with him. I love fucking with people. Me I too. once waited tables an entire day with a Russian accent, pretending like I oh, had just learned gotta... like a little bit of English. I was like, uh, hello, welcome. I am new to this country and I don't speak such good Americans. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, like I had it going pretty good for most of the day, but whenever I cashed people out, I was I was like, "Hey, thanks a lot. Have a great day." Right, and they're <laughs> yeah, they're so confused American. and they they're just like, don't say anything to you. I wonder what would happen if they actually did call you out. 
And you were just like, oh, I, shit. I hear accents. I've got a good ear for them. So I can, that one girl, I can when we were at when we were at the bar last week, yeah. that one girl was like, oh, Lauren, I thought you said your name was Chelsea. Oh, <laughs> I was like, she oh, tried no. To, she tried to catch you. <laughs> Tried to catch you on the line. Oh, well, should we let everybody in on like the big oh, yeah, I'm okay fun with time that, that yeah. we had last week? That was week? super fun. So yeah. After the show, we always, well, we pregame and then we postgame <laughs> when we do this podcast because it's fun. And uh, we're degenerate lushes. You know, that's just Kinda the part way of the it whole is. thing. No, not really. Uh, but we go back, we go back to the bar. We go back to our usual haunt and uh, and we're sitting outside and there's a, there's a nice like covered area and a fire going and everybody's telling stories and drinking and we're all dolled up because we were going to take pictures for Tales from the Bar Side. So you guys watch out for that. We're going to have some fun pictures coming up. But uh, somebody asked me what I did and just off the cuff, I was like, porn star. And he's <laughs> like, yeah. And so then I was like, oh, no, for real. Like, yeah, me and her. Lauren and I are porn stars and uh, shoot and all so I got is this lousy stain in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we were cracking jokes. We, we but we had them eating out of the palm of their hands. They they actually literally thought we were porn stars. I went inside and went to the bathroom and got on our message and was like, I was like, well, I guess we're riding this train to the last stop. <laughs> like we started, we can't go back now and tell them it was a fucking joke. Like we so got to like, just run this thing. Right, from, you got to stick to it now. We did. It was from just my story, damn it. All though, night long. We <laughs> From my perspective, though, I'm like facing the other direction and I'm like talking to other people, right? So I'm like talking to everyone else, and all of a sudden I hear Remy say, Oh, yeah, me and her. And I like look over and I'm like, What do we do? And like, I just kind of like sat there listening to the rest of their conversation. He was like, Yeah, we're porn stars. So you didn't uh, miss a beat. Credit, you did not miss a beat, partner. Because you you looked at me like this is serious. And I was like, oh, yeah, we totally are. Let's have some fun. The funny part is, though, is that the guy that we were talking to or one of the guys that we were talking to, he was so respectful. Like when he was talking to me, he was like, so Chelsea, like what made you actually get into that? That's really cool. He was like super interested and he wasn't. Yeah. I was like, Oh man, I did not expect that. That this guy was going to be like, just because he was nice. Yeah. Well, he's he's thinking maybe I can hook up with a porn star. That's what I thought too. I was like, right in his head. Don't fuck this up. Exactly. Fuck me. (laughs) Don't blow up, bro. Don't say the wrong thing. So he's trying to compose your goddamn it. Right. Oh man. And then they went to go leave. And the funny part about it was that, okay, so there, like oh we have to leave now he goes inside he meets up with his friend and then like a few minutes later they're back out sitting with us and i was like oh no (laughs) i could just tell that he went in and was like this bitch is a porn star the whole fucking (laughs) bar knew the whole bar the entire bar knew that we were quote unquote porn stars so funny oh man well, the world is a stage. It was that a little was wild. It was a little white lie, but a fun the one. The world. It well, was fun, and they went no, with the world it. Is I mean, a stage. I'm not. A, I'm not an actual porn. I'm not an actual porn star, but I'm not, not gonna say star. that I've never had sex on film of some sort either. Uh, well, listen, between uh, may or may not have done that once or twice. I think I plead the fifth. Lauren pleads the fifth, just so that everybody knows. I have nothing I think, to say uh, about that. I'm sure that I'm on a couple of my uh, ex-girlfriend sites, I'm I sure. Don't, don't start looking for <laughs> it. Right, She's right. not on Please the dark don't. web. Anonym isn't, doesn't don't. exist anymore right now. Believe uh, me, if you start looking for it, then I'm going to start looking for it for you, listen, too. So. Whether you're on film or in a bar playing a part as an actor, it's... A, an entertainer. I exactly. think that's the word. We all do stupid things in our lives. Yeah. We all for have the we all trust sake people of that entertainment. It's all for for the applause, as Lady Gaga would say. Right. No, I, but, but I you actually know, don't think that I'm on anything. I don't think on a scale of being like completely unknown to 
like half the population of planet Earth has seen my butthole. Uh, I want to <laughs> fall like just closer to the like yeah, a couple thousand people know who I am. That's cool. <laughs> okay. I actually had a guy contact me on Facebook one time. A, a person I know, not just a random person. A, ra- a person I actually know contacted me on Facebook and was like, uh, so like legit, I am not a bot. I wasn't hacked, but I really think that I found like some fucking porno of you. Like is this you? And I was like, I'm not falling for that shit because I thought right. that, you know, they were like, and then he like, I think I would remember. And then he called me and he was like, Hey, no, seriously. like seriously, I know that sounds like a bot thing, this is the but end of is the this right. you? And I like, I was like, well, send it to me again then. And he was like, okay. So he sends it to me. I like clicked on it. This bitch didn't look anything like me. Uh, I was like, oh man, you found some porn star. Right. And how many times did you jerk off hair. to this? How Basically, many times did you jerk like, off to the saying my name? <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, this motherfucker found me. Oh, quote unquote, was so... thought it was me, and actually, Hold on. it was not oh, me. Oh, well, hold up, clearly though. it wasn't Lauren. me. <laughs> exactly right though, but <laughs> hold on though. So I found this porn that looks let like me you. Just, Is it you? <laughs> let me just right exactly. Let me just read it. So you you responded to him, right? No, like I know him in real life. Like I. I right. know and trust him. Exactly. So yes, I responded to him. But he was he was like, no, like because it was like at first he messaged me on Facebook and was like sent me a link. And then he was like, wait, I know that this sounds that, like a yeah, bot thing. Like looks, I actually know you and I just I'm want not trying you to, know. to be a creep. Right. So I mean, I know him in real life. And he was just like, hey, I just want to make sure because like the, if, if if so, it's out there. I've seen this going around and it was some amateur thing it wasn't like some right 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 it wasn't it wasn't professional i'm pretty sure he found it on like a non-ib when it's all said and done as budweiser said the difference is likability i guess yeah (laughs) you're a dick was she good looking (laughs) she had well she wasn't unattractive but but i personally like looked at it and i didn't think that it looked anything like me so like i've been i've been okay i've been told that i look like a few people None of them I actually think I look like, but the closest one I can say that I was like, eh, I can kind of see that is Jenna Marbles. Okay. Okay. The do you know who Jenna is, Marbles is? The dream is Somebody someday. Pull it up. Well, yes, yeah, pull it up on your phone or whatever. Someday but they'll all say. She's just like a YouTube star. They'll all say they looked like you. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, someday they'll be like, oh, yeah, you know. But when they like compare me to people that are like famous. And I really do not see it as yeah, Uma Thurman, like, but I get it all the time. Yeah, you do. You've got no, you've Uma got, Thurman. That's, I really I, that's, don't think so. Honestly, you have, exactly you have Uma Thurman's eyes. Say. That's what it is. You have Uma Thurman's eyes for sure. Man, I just really don't. I cannot. You like can't when see I it look at, at her, I don't see. Okay, the only time that well, I she's actually gorgeous, see it, so it's a compliment. I'm, no, I'm not sure. saying that is a that is. A, I just don't see it. But like the only time that I see it is when I used to have black Bob. Oh, so like the scene when she's like. Damn, so like, damn, 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 the pusher man. I love that scene. Yeah, Fuck, that's a good one. So I look like Mia Wallace in like the f- in one of the Mrs. Mia Wallace in one of the photo okay, shoots though, I did. We, we I, I really almost, do, but as a we blonde, almost, I get it a lot, and I really don't think so. We okay, almost well, did Uma and John Travolta from. Pod, we did. Pod you guys could pull that off. Oh like, yeah, we you two could. Like, I'm looking at you both now. I'm like, I got how did the, I not see this before? We I got the ridiculous ponytail and everything. I could have been Vincent. Yeah, I could have. It could have been there. Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna you're gonna go out there. You're gonna say, I had a lovely time. Thank you very much. You're gonna shake your hand. You're gonna 
can go home, jerk off, and that's all you're going to fucking do. <laughs> if we do get into I just want to know what I'll a $5 post- milkshake tastes like. That's what I want to know. <laughs> Try a taste of that well, milkshake. Well, almost all milkshakes are $5 now, I that's feel true. like. Shit, that's so. cheap. That was, pre- yeah. that was <laughs> pre- the pre-second Great Recession, right? Yeah. Well, how old were you guys when that movie came out? Because I saw it. What year did it come out? Six times in the theater. See, what I see it like six times. Late nineties, ninety seven, I believe. Ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah. If it came out in ninety seven, then I was ten. So um, you didn't see it till DVD or? Yeah, I was. I was playing. My mom had it. I remember watching it, but I was. Saying, I, I don't think I understood a lot of it. I remember going to the theater and seeing it like right. six different times. I was like, "This is the best movie ever made." <laughs> I was fucking blown away. I was a Tarantino fan before that. Like, I do love Tarantino. I could not though. wait for the new one to come out. This is gonna be good. Wait, so how old were you then? Well, pretty see, old. I, I'm pretty I was not. Old. I was not. I was not on that tip back at the moment that movie came out. But uh, Tarantino, like I say, it is. It is. A, he's a timeless director, and I enjoyed like. Yeah, go back and watch his old stuff. You know, just because, just because you didn't see it when it, like it first came fiction. out. But I just, I remember watching Reservoir Dogs and being like. Oh my God, mind blown. And then he's like, Oh, his new big movie is coming out and it's superstars in Hollywood. And I'm like, Oh fuck, this is going to be so amazing. Death proof. And it was death proof. I saw that so in the theater too. That was a so great one good. to see in the theater see, because they did movies, the double feature. They he did makes the double movies, feature with that one. The way he makes movies the way pop songs, like where you want to hear it again and again. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like some yeah. movies. Well, I can like, watch Kill Bill a million times over. Exactly. Sure some movies it. you watch it, it's like, okay, I saw it, I'm done. You know, but like yeah. but Tarantino movies, like you said, Reservoir Dogs, Kill Bill. Oh, Inglorious uh, Bastards. Yeah. Ba- I can watch that one Pulp any day Fiction. of the week. Yes. Pulp I can, Fiction. I go back and watch that. I watch I watch Pulp Fictions at, at least a half a dozen times a year. Like I've I've seen it. More times than I can count, and no, in each scene, like there's so many different parts of it that are so good, nuances, just, good stuff. Exactly. Honestly, and again, like, that's pageantry. Great underrated one, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown's a fantastic Jackie. fucking oh, yeah. movie, dude. It's really good. So good. I will watch I Jackie, Jackie Brown. I watch the shit out of that movie. Who's your favorite? Put on Who's some your platters favorite? afterwards. Who's your favorite in Jackie Brown? Who's your my favorite, favorite character in Jackie Brown? Yeah. Oh, I'm a De Niro a, guy. That's a tough one, man. I'm a De Niro guy. I think De Niro, the way, especially his dynamic mm. with his stupid, like, California girlfriend, that is, that's priceless. I don't know, man. Odell's pretty fucking sweet. Odell Odell's is, pretty I fucking mean, Samuel, dope. Sam Jackson. Samuel Jackson is the. Fucking fuck the, with Sam. Motherfucker, you <laughs> shot my little fucking hippie girl. Right. <laughs> Damn it. I can't do a good Sam Jackson, but that's about as close as I can get. I'm sorry. I, seriously, I shouldn't even try. Like, right. I don't do it justice. Really you know who does? Sam is pretty who fucking does, awesome. You know who does, I love Dave, Samuel Jackson. That's hilarious. Dave okay. Chappelle's Samuel Jackson yes, is, is a better Samuel Jackson than Samuel Jackson. <laughs> that's like, a good point. Did you see me in Deep Blue Sea? A fucking shock Amy, right? No. So good, though. Um, no, that's a good one. The... The other one is Django, man. I'll watch oh, Django and Chained oh, any yeah. day of the week, too. Such a good story. Exactly. Such funny writing. Such a cool thing. Well, the way he's pouring the beer for him. And the first uh, – the movie that movie gets me when Jamie Foxx takes a sip of beer and you just fucking you, – you're so into his character as a slave that you know he has never tasted beer before. Right. And he just – he takes that first sip and kind of perks – oh, it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. That is – Brilliant acting, right it really there. is brilliant, brilliant acting. acting to that little, holy shit, this is beer, motherfucker, and you know the way the way his guy fucking 
pours it and lets the foam run over and then like wipes the foam the off foam. with the little fucking the thing little and clicks it and then gives yeah. it another little those. tap. That's that, that's what I love about bartending, man. The bartender, Again, you know, watching trip. movies where he's wearing an apron and a tie and a button-down shirt and he's polishing glasses all smooth. Dude, the fucking bartender in The Shining. Oh, yeah. Words of wisdom, Lloyd. Words of wisdom. <laughs> now I can do a pretty good Jack Nicholson <laughs> yeah, in The Shining. You which know what I mean? all comes back to the tide of the bar side, which is the pageantry. It's all about the pageantry, good, baby. The good professional. If you're a bartender out there, man, a make sure your customers are having a good time. If you're it, miserable as a bartender, get out of the industry or switch positions or go to a different oh, bar. Exactly. You're at the wrong bar. You have to be able to put that There's energy out. There's 10 million bars out there and if you are just like a grumpy, shitty, miserable fuck of a bartender, do us all a favor and move along GTFO. to the next right. bar. You should be pouring coffee at a diner. No, not even that because I've talked to diner women. That It's the same kind of thing. The service industry takes a certain kind of person to do it. Right. And if it doesn't matter okay if you're in a it, diner. Get the fuck out of it. It doesn't matter if you're slinging hash and coffee because I've talked to girls that Baristas sling. I eat to, at places yeah, like exactly. that all the time. Oh, yeah, barista. But I got to say, I got a, soft, I know, I got a like, soft spot for cranky old women that pour coffee. You know what I mean? Like, if the, if I like it when my waitress at the at the grease spoon is mean to me. If you know, they're cheeky like, about it, yeah. If like that's part of their shtick, then right? I get it. Well, I get yeah, it. I don't blame shtick. her because I'm only going to give her a fifty cent tip. So, oh, so like, come no, on. no, no. I'm wonders just why I'm she's just mad. Kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but seriously, it, you know, when you're just you're a grumbler all the time and you're not happy with your guests and you're not showing them a good time, <laughs> you don't have to, you know, be over the moon every single time. But you get what you I give. went to a exactly. I went but to just a have fun with it. Like, get into the mode. Yeah. Get into absolutely. the groove. Get a vibe going. If your vibe sucks, then I don't want to work next to you. That's for damn sure. I went Sorry. to a holiday party with a friend of mine yesterday, and I had, like, kind of linked up with some people I haven't seen in a very long time. One of them was the brother of, like, my high school sweetheart. Yeah. And then my other friend who dated a friend of mine and then somehow ended up with the brother of my high school sweetheart and I was like what the fuck right so it was one so, of those like, yeah, like interconnected weird webs kind of, yeah, of like well everybody knows each other because we've all seen each other's buttholes <laughs> <laughs> sorry I'm on that kick tonight it's so, to uh, really yeah well okay so I was hanging out it's with them and they actually work in the service industry and they were like Telling me about how they gave someone a zero tip the other day <gasps> and then that they went to some other place and the service was so bad that oh. they like basically like texted their friend to like come out from the back because he was a sous chef just to show their like server that they knew the sous chef. And I was like, sacrilege. I was like, kind of Dick, sacrilege. Kind of like annoying. That's, like I was yeah, kind of annoyed by it. And I, was, I wasn't are. trying to be like, you know, rude or because I understand where they're like, I understand where their conversation. When they explained to me what was happening, I was like, I get your logic, like where you're coming from as far as like what your logic is supposed to be. But I just don't personally agree with it because I'm like, you never know what someone's going through. You never know the reason why they're having a shit day. You could have been like the fucking. Absolutely. You You still have to tip them because that's. You should still tip because you know the. That's what society has deemed. That's what you should do. Especially if you've worked in the service industry before. Like, you you know what? Like, I kind of just feel like karma comes around. You don't stiff somebody no matter. I mean, obviously. Especially because you're in the industry, though. Obviously, if you had a horrible experience and the waiter or bartender ruined your experience, rude to you or whatever. They were like jerking off in your fucking salad and serving it to you. And like, you know what I mean? Like, fine. 
unless it's but in front of you, I'm not paying. The I'm point, yeah, exactly. No, Can I just never, watch wait, you what? jerk off no, into my no. salad, please? Right. Jesus. What? The what point are we talking is, about? No. when you go out to eat and drink in the service industry, you're expected to pay the salary of the people that work there. Right. That's that's your job as a customer is to, you know, tip us. It's it's not something that we decided. It's something that society as a whole has decided in right. this country that people who wait tables, bartend, work in the service industry and in restaurants and bars, they make their money off of your tips. So if you give zero, then there's no excuse. You're just a complete and utter douchebag that does not follow that rule of society and you don't deserve to go out and you don't deserve to there's have a enjoy yourself you. at a thing. Now, that being said, I'm not going to judge who that is before they pay me the tip. The tip comes afterwards, and that's fine. Right. And I'm not going to say anything to somebody who doesn't tip. That's exactly. fine. You just live with the knowledge that you suck. Right. And you're a jerk. And I don't hate you, and I'm not throwing any shade or negativity your way, but that's just the, the truth of the matter. The truth of the matter is I work this job because I get tips. I expect tips from everybody that I wait on because that's the nature that we've all agreed exactly. upon. And my, if you choose not old, to do that – you're just a dick about it. It's the old lounge it. singer's credo, right? Hey. In the sake of entertainment, pageantry, and the whole point, you go out to the bar to have a good time. Don't forget to tape, tip your weight staff. Don't forget to tip your oh, weight staff. Or not even forgetting, like, to blatantly It's do not it. a fucking hobby. I had a $60 tab last night that left me zero on their credit card. So ah. $60. And I don't, I don't throw her any shade. You know, I did a really nice well, of job. of course, you're going to sit there and be like, huh? oh, it kind of sucks. But at the same time, I took it's, really like, good it's just care not of her. worth trying to. I gave her everything she wanted. But it's like, if you put zero on that, um, you're, just, you're just a shitty human being. You know, mm-hmm. you you could go out and afford to spend sixty dollars, but you couldn't give me four, five bucks, six bucks. Even I think a, if it was a fucking dollar, something like, is better than zero. Oh, yeah. you see that a lot too. A dollar on sixty is pretty shitty. Oh well, it's pretty Still. shitty, but I'd rather have that than nothing. But like, to, like to blatantly put zero in like, or like when people play Keno, they'll spend you know eighty dollars in Keno, they'll rack up a twelve dollar tab, but then they they want to scrounge about ten twenty percent. It's like yeah, you just this guy we used to call Grumpy Cat. So my last job. Well, and that's that He'd speaks spend, to a whole different story. That's you know you got <laughs> you've got an addiction problem. Like you need to get drunk. You need to play keno. You're hoping to win, and they don't really care about what the bartender wants. Eh, I'm glad I don't work at a keno bar anymore. Yeah, then no, that's the belly of the beast. But I'll right? play it's... keno, and if I win, I tip fatter too. Same. If I'm playing keno and I win some money, you're definitely getting some of that. Same. Yeah. Um, if I don't win money, like you're still going to get a tip on my food and beverage, but oi, oi, oi. Yeah. It was a good week. It was a fun week. It was a crazy week. There was all kinds of stuff to do. There was all kinds of people to entertain. I hope you guys are entertained listening to our show. We're approaching the holiday season. It is. I found a, I found a good place like right before holiday season that, uh, that has a lot of things going on, has a lot of parties going on. So I'm pretty happy about that. Pretty, uh, you always, you know, we're not doing this for our health. It's not because it makes us look younger that we bartend. <laughs> we do it for the skrill. We do it for the cash. We do it for that money. And so, yeah, you know, again, I'm never going to judge somebody or be pissed at them for not tipping me. Just know that that's not a cool thing to do. And please don't be that guy. 
All right, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to get on out of here. We've got all kinds of stuff planned. This week is kind of big for us because we're launching all these episodes. All that's launching. We're going to get our pictures going and all that kind of stuff. But uh, tune in next time for Tales from the Bar Side. Goodbye. Don't forget to tip your weights, Steph. <laughs>